So, so I said, oh, no. and and that's why it's gravy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so anyway yeah absolutely not oh shit we're recording oh my god oh my god uh, okay calm we're gonna calm yeah. calm ourselves here so um yeah uh, the trivia thing trivia right questions here we go let's prove that you are the movie goer that you say you are uh, y'all humbled. ready for this which country does forrest gump travel to to play ping pong oh uh, that's easy um, oh, do you want multiple choice? Sure. Oh, sure. A, Vietnam, B, China, C, Sweden, or D, France. I'm going to just wing it and say B because it's my favorite buzzing creature. <laughs> Correct. China right. is the answer. Here we go. Which famous Pulp Fiction scene was filmed backwards? A, Vincent and Mia's dance scene. B, Mia's overdose scene. C, the Royale with cheese scene, or D, the Ezekiel twenty five seventeen scene. I'm again gonna have to go with B. Correct. Mia's overdose scene. Bonus fact: When Uma Thurman's character is having an overdose, it looks like John Travolta sticks a needle in her to revive her. Actually, Travolta pulled the needle out, and the film was run backward to reverse the action. Yeah, because he really pounds her hard in that chest, son. Right. That makes sense then. And which actor was in the following movies? The Outsiders, Wayne's World, and Tommy Boy. A, Tom Cruise. B, Matt Dillon. C, Rob Lowe. D, C, Thomas Howe. What were the three movies again? The Outsiders, Wayne's World, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy I've never heard of. Uh, it's a Chris Farley movie. I'm going to say Rob Lowe <gasps> just because he sounds like he's in all of those. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Three for three for MJK. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. We're just talking about Jason Statham's Wrath of Man, one of our fave films from the year. If you can get a hold of it, definitely check it out. I think it's on streaming service somewhere. You can borrow it off me if you want. Oh, cheers, man. Just anyone <laughs> out there collectively. You can yeah. borrow it from MJK. But uh, welcome, everyone. We're here already. It feels so soon. Season 8, Episode 2 of another podcast. Season 8, Episode 2. Yeah, and today's feature is none other than... The third highest grossing opening weekend ever behind Endgame and Infinity War. That's right. Spider-Man No Way Home. So coming soon to you in this actual episode. How mm. you been, MJK? I'm, I'm great. Last episode, Last episode I was you were trying feeling to get you. Yeah. yeah, I was feeling a bit flat, which was because, you know, I'm tired and you made me such a delicious dinner. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was Lumi Burger? Yeah, that's it. With really some good. sweet potato fries. Yeah, and I had that mm, caramelized onion. Mm, tomato, tomato relish. relish. Mm. I got the goods. It was good. Well, today I'm feeling much better. I'm energized, <laughs> full of sugar. <laughs> but I might be sounding like I've been talking all day. So if I start to, you know, like, be talking like this. <laughs> You can let me know, and I'll I'll try to pet back up. Um, I guess I should ask how you are. Oh yeah, not good. Yeah, he's still in school all day, isn't you? Oh yeah, we got six or loco. seven weeks of it. So that's pretty gangster. Keeps my lists long. Landed a G's, <laughs> as my man's schoolboy Q would Landed say. Landed a H. 
holidays. Yeah, you know what the Q stands for in schoolboy? Um, Queens. <laughs> I got nothing. I'll give you a multiple choice. Oh yeah, cool. His, I like multiple choice, like I was just giving to you. His first name is Quentin. Ah. Uh, Quincy, or QAnon. Ah, uh, it's schoolboy Quinston. We'll we'll get Quinston. <laughs> We'll, we'll have the answer at the end of the episode, and I'm oh. sure we won't forget. Oh my, what's that sound you just heard? That's right, it's our newest segment. For season eight, you would have heard it at the end of last episode, episode one, our new segment called Pitch Please, where MJK enters my green room and pitches me an idea for a show, a movie, whatever it might be. And then I ask him some very important questions before deciding whether I will give it the green light. Last week, you heard about cockfight. That's right. You heard me. This week, MJK, what do you got for me? Right. I'm a little nervous about this one. Excuse me. <laughs> sippy, sippy. Uh, mostly because why are we in a green room? Why aren't we in your office? Okay, we're in my office. <laughs> there was a green light at one time. <laughs> All <laughs> right. White light everywhere. So, Jade. Yo. I'm pitching to you. Ah! What is everybody's favorite movie from 1993? <laughs> Jurassic Park. That's right. Yes. And what was, is a great TV series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm going on at the moment oh. with Rachel Evan Wood and his cowboys and shit. Westworld. Put your hands together. <laughs> it's called Jurassic World. Working title because that's already a movie. But <laughs> is this what, true? What we're going to do okay. is we're going to take all that Westworld technology. Gotcha. And instead of making robots people can have sex with, <laughs> we're going to make dinosaurs that people can go to and hunt and... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was this Tiger King? <laughs> wait, wait. Go to this this island and the more I think about it, the more it's the plot of the Lost World Jurassic <laughs> Park. But it's a reality show. Oh shit. So now it's seasonal. Okay. And I know what your first thing's gonna mm-hmm. be. It's a reality show, MJK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who the fuck gonna be hosting? <laughs> We're already going to the host. All right, give me a picture here. Paint a picture. Well, who's hosting? Who's MC? This is easy. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lovely woman. Oh, by the name host. of Gretel Killeen. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, nah. That's our first red light. All right, we're gonna need to work on the host. I was warming up to my <laughs> real. Ah. It was a test. You passed. Someone who, when you think dinosaurs, who do you think of? <laughs> Sam Neill. Ready for this? That's right. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> she needs work. <laughs> her or Lindsay Lohan? One she of the needs, two. Oh, Lindsay, I'd fall in love with her. We can't have that happen. No, true that. True that. So, it's the freckles. So literally, we, we've, got, okay. we've, we've got the thing. We've got contestants. They go to the island. They're not necessarily hunting the dinosaurs. Okay. I saw you flinch on that. <laughs> yeah. They need to live. It's like Survivor. Yeah. It's like Survivor it's just meets another threat. Jurassic Park meets Westworld. And the only reason is it meeting Westworld is because that's right. Ed Harris is walking around in a cowboy <laughs> outfit. His black hat. 
is another predator that you have to avoid yeah, and survive. Shit, I don't know. Maybe. Um, mm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like I said, Jurassic World's a working title, and with Amanda Bynes, you know, hosting. I'm right. Sh- so let's just confirm here that the robots are the dinosaurs. Yes. That the dinosaurs aren't real because that can't be a big science problem. Correct. They don't exist. So the, right, gotcha. So they're not a real threat to the people on the island, but we always they pump it scary. up that they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's TV. That's just soundtrack. You just do that with the soundtrack, right? Yeah. And obviously, or, or you don't tell the contestants that they're not real. Let yep. them believe Michael Crichton was on to a real thing. It is this West world technology. They don't need to know that they're not real. No, just or that like they're surrounded the, by a million just like cameras. Just like the androids in Westworld don't know they're not real. Uh, the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs don't know the they're di- not real. The dinosaurs also don't know that they're not real. Wow. Okay. How many contestants are we putting on this island at one time? So this is easy. So, so see, now I brought up Survivor just now. Mm. We'll do it like tribes. Yeah. Right? Eight people to a tribe because eight's a good number. But there's three tribes, it's right? the name of this season. So it's the Ocho tribes. Well, tribe of Ocho. Okay. Being eight people. Yep. All right. Gotcha. Why do you want three tribes? I don't know. Isn't there two in Survivor? Yeah. So you want to be different. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's four tribes. That, that's like too many. Teams. You'd yeah. Be, of six. So that's 24 contestants. Yeah. But I like eight. Oh, man. We're losing each other here. Six groups of eight. Wait. No. Nah, okay. It's because it's, it's a green room. We mm. should be in an office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're back in the office. Okay. Um, Any more yeah. questions? Oh, um, so we'll, <laughs> oh, yes. What is the prize? That's easy. Uh. You get to take one of the dinosaurs home. <laughs> as a pet. As a pet, as an ornamental piece, or as something to terrify your neighbors to get them clean the <laughs> trash out of their front yard. And unlimited access to visit the island? No. Oh. They're not welcome back ever again. Right. Okay. Almost all of them will be probably having and sex And how with the are the contestants eliminated each week to fiddle it down to that one dinosaur pet owner? Well, seeing this is reality TV. Mm-hmm. It's right. real. It's There's real. no script. There's no script. So people, they're going to vote. like, And it's going to be survival of the fittest or the smartest. And then they think that a T-Rex comes and eats the eliminated <laughs> And Wait, then they'd be all like, how are they being and then eliminated? it all makes oh. sense that Amanda Bynes is hosting because then the network we're with will tell the people that are in the show that we have billionaire backers and it's really like Squid Game and they're just there to be sacrificed to these billionaires and then they literally try to kill each other and we get sued probably. So right. That okay, so I'm hearing from my other executives on my earpiece here because, you know, we... We're just zooming with the rest of them, your current climate. Um, and sorry, what was that? Yeah, okay, yep, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Yes, I've got shush. It's my turn to speak. Uh, yeah, look, that's going to be a strong no it's for a lot of reasons. You know what? But the biggest thing is the safety protocols. I'm hearing the no. And I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'm not going to be deterred. I'm going to come back <laughs> All right. with a bigger and better plan. And you know what? Seeing we got this technology, mm-hmm. I'll come back with two Amanda Bynes's. that segment you've known to be at the start of our episodes what have you watched lately mjk are you kicking us off or do you want me to 
spitball some. Yeah, you can spit, spit on all the balls you want. <laughs> I ain't gonna stop you. All right, I'll go. Ladies nah, first. Nah, nah, Age I, before I beauty. This. I am older than you, unfortunately. Yeah, and I'm like two def- months. I've got more pretty eyes, maybe because they can see better, not because <laughs> they're. You got that twenty twenty vision. Damn, Skippy hippie. Nah, four eyes over here. Hey, whoa. Take it easy on Take yourself. Take it easy, man. Take it's it just, easy. You weren't blessed with vision. Mm. You were blessed. I with was the like opposite. trying to read some real fine print in the bottom, of, the back of a bottle the other day. <laughs> I was doing like old people squinting. I moved it closer to my eyes. It got real blurry. I was like, yeah, look, I've, I've, I've hit the wall. Are you done talking about your eyes now? Go. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it back. <laughs> you awesome. Oh, go. Okay. So I saw uh, a latest. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Again, this is how long it's been since we've done this. <laughs> Inside joke. I, I watched Halloween Kills. Oh, shit. Ask me if I liked it. Did you love it? I liked it. Okay. Um, but you weren't in love with it. Can I be honest with you? Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Cool lady. Screen queen. Mm-hmm. With the heavies. Um, now, I've seen... What was the other Halloween before that? It was just Halloween? Yeah, it was just called Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Let's make sure. Because I watched that with you because that's the one that goes straight after the original and and excludes all others prior to that. Mm -hmm. And does this conclude it or does it look like they're aiming for a trilogy? Because that guy never dies. Michael Myers never dies. That's the thing because like the director always wanted Michael Myers to be like a supernatural being. Oh, okay. Where... This particular director? No, 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 the original. original, The OG. Where, like, when he did start having the whole, you literally have to chop his head off kind of thing. Mm. Otherwise, he keeps getting up. Yeah. That's when it started to lose the audience. They're all like, this guy's, like, immortal. He's like, yeah, I know. That's the point of him. He's, like, fucking fueled by the devil or something, Mm. you know? Where this movie, like, leans into a potential supernatural thing because in the last one you you're pretty much convinced he's burnt alive oh and then you see the trailer for halloween kills like yeah. oh he's alive yeah and he's just murdering mad dudes in the trailer but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it probably a little more than i should have because it is a little more silly but it's still got that real intense feel as okay. the first one because they like are pretty the, intense the first one of these two Movies. Did you? Is it Rob Zombie who did another couple of them? Way back when, yeah. Yeah, I, first, they were scary. His first one was very well received, and the yes. second one's more or less universally hated. But God. there's still like I still enjoy elements it. to enjoy. Mm. Um, I watched uh, Chopper on the Blu-ray because oh, I got the twentieth anniversary Blu-ray banner. from uh, a little place called and. How did uh, it's been a while since I've seen it because it hasn't been on stand. And mm. then about a, two weeks, three weeks after I got it on Blu-ray, it ended up back on stand. <laughs> oh, classic. And they were promoting it as the 20th anniversary. <laughs> oh, God. Surely the Blu-ray was pretty cheap, though. About 20 bucks, I think. Oh, okay. I wasn't mad at the price. And I wanted, to, I wanted to own it on Blu-ray because I didn't have it on Blu-ray. So I'm glad now that I okay, do have good. it on Blu-ray. So Add it to your C collection. Are yours in alphabetical order? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Except, Mad respect. Except for um, another day to die hard because it's in with the die hard. Yeah, fair enough. I agree with Quint- you on that. Quintilogy? Is that how you say that? Sure. Okay. Little Miss English <laughs> Quintilogy. And, um, I bought myself The Suicide Squad on Blu-ray. Oh, watched yes. Watched it, then wrapped it up and put it under the tree because <laughs> it was a Christmas present to myself. Love that. I've uh, continued watching South Park. 
Oh, yeah. I'm all the way up to oh, finished shit. season seven now. And nice. I started myself from season eight. So I'm not mad at that at all. And I uh, watched season seven of The Simpsons. The Simpsons. And I figured while I'm here, I might as well talk about some of the comedies I watched. Oh, yeah. You set it up last ep. Never yeah. mentioned any. Yeah, just because I... He was know. a bit flat, but he's here back. He's I'm back. I'm back now, dog. I'm back, Sup with the whack PlayStation. Sup. One I recommend for you, Jay Marie, and also just any fans of comedy out there. Mm. Have you heard of Fortune Feimster? No. Uh, well, this, the special is called Sweet and Salty. Yeah. So she's a big Southern gal. Okay. Also happens to be a lesbian. Very funny. Mm. Good special. Highly recommend. What's she, the name of the special? Sweet and Salty. Sweet and Salty. And her name's Fortune Feimster. <laughs> Clearly a stage name? No. Real name. Oh, She's just my from God. the South, dog. Yeah, okay. For real. And then the other special I watched, both of the, well, Fortune's one was from 2020, and I watched Theo Vaughn's Regular People, and Theo is a vibe, man. Mm. He's He kind of sounds like he's from Louisiana, but I can't remember what part of the South he's from. I just love him to death. He's He's got like, he calls it like um, a sexually ambiguous haircut, because he kind of look like a lesbian dog, you know? <laughs> So you can't come for me, man. You know. Oh God, that's a strong accent. And he's always talking about like you know, and the devil was coming for me, but I had Jesus right here in my back pocket. He talks, he talks <laughs> oh, like God. stuff like that. And his special is called Regular People, so it's him talking about people he grew up with. I'm assuming some are fictitious and or some are exaggerated, but mm-hmm. really, really funny comedy special. I appreciated the shit out of it. I love me some Theo Vaughn. And uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll yeah, talk yeah. about some other ones at another time. And uh, so, what is your uh, regular sized ample honey watch? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. You're yeah. Talking about your a honey. regular size? No, I said ample <laughs> sized regular. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the Little Things, 2021 film with Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, and Rami Malek. Is it about billionaires? Of Bohemian Rhapsody fame? No, yeah. it's a Little Things. <laughs> Shut up. 2021 release. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I downloaded it a while ago. I never got around to it. Then it came up on Netflix. It was top 10. I'm like, boom, you've just made it very accessible to me. So I watched the shit out of it. And it's a um, serial killer crime thing that's got, it's got the vibes of some older, you know, Morgan Freeman style uh, crimes from the 90s. Like but a long came a spider. Yeah, and Kiss the Girl is one of my faves. It's so good. Um, but it doesn't quite pack a punch by the end of it. So little bit anticlimactic, I, I guess. Um, but I still vibe in it because I love a good crime story. I love the whodunit and the mystery and the build-up and the red herrings and everything that comes with it. What the fuck's it called again? The Little Things. <laughs> <laughs> now, I watched Maze Runner. I've been meaning to re-watch it for a while. It's available on Disney Plus because I hadn't watched the rest of the trilogy. So I'm like, all right, I'll re-watch the original, get everything back in the mems. And then from there, I obviously watched Maze Runner Scorch Trials, which is 2015, and Maze Runner Death Cure, 2018, actually, that came out. Death Death Cure. cure. The Cure for Death. Um, And I didn't realise so much, especially with two and three, they end up being more zombie-like films in a lot of ways with some of the big bads that they're coming across on their um, escape from the maze, obviously. Um, so they were okay. I hadn't seen two and three before, so it was, I've seen the trilogy now. Then I was like with my new TV set up. Yeah, Sony Bravia, 4K, Google TV. How many now, inches? <laughs> 65. Mountain on the wall, looking beautiful. 
now I don't have to go to Chromecast for binge or KO. So I got onto KO and I finally watched the um, seven-part doco series on the Essendon Bombers this year. 2022 is their 150th anniversary so they put this series out looking at the history of the club and some of the biggest highlights and pitfalls over the last many decades of their existence and absolutely loved it I think it was eight apps I think I just said seven but I think there were eight because I watched seven in one night <laughs> so only about 21 minutes 22 minutes oh that's pretty conservative and it's, they're very different each time you're learning a lot on the long way, along the way and then you're reliving a lot of the great things that you grew up with um, absolutely love that and then whilst I was on KO I watched D Wade Life is Unexpected from 2020 um, he retired in 2019 and all throughout his career, particularly towards the end, he was just filming everything behind the scenes. And this goes from his upbringing, his family, college basketball, getting drafted, being in the NBA, getting shacked to Miami, winning championship rings, obviously winning more championships with LeBron. It was awesome. I absolutely loved it. I loved D-Wade, Dwayne Wade as it was. And he's married to Gabrielle Union, who we know from Bad Boys and um, LA's Finest, things like that. Um, so it was good to see all of the behind the scenes of basketball life and some stuff about their marriage I didn't know and about when he got drafted, he had like a one-year-old kid. Like he had a baby very, very early with his um, high school sweetheart who he did. eventually fell out with. He's just a sweet boy. Um, grew like up in Chicago, his... he did. Hey, say it correctly. Chicago. Chicago. No, no, Chicago. Um, and that Bombers series, by the way, was called Bombers Stories of a Great Club. Then in the last week of... School, I forgot to mention the last episode. Um, I showed my year nines 1917 because we'd just been studying World War One, so is that, that the, allowed uh, us the one with the long camera shot. Yes, that is the one. Is yes, Woody Harrelson in it. No, he was in that other one, Midway. Yeah, he was in Midway, which was not as good okay. at all. Um, I watched Always a Bridesmaid, some rom com, um, that Sounds I found on Plex. Yeah, it was all right. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season one. I told you before, I'm re-watching the whole thing um, now that it's ended with its eighth season. And then I loaded up with, I'm a new PS5. There's a new Horizon game coming out in February. And I'm like, oh man, I never finished the first one. Frothed on it, loved it. Going to load it back up and start from scratch. That is commitment. And in my first couple of weeks of holidays, finished it. And now playing the DLC. Come at me, son. Um... And that's that's about it because the other watch things there are ready for the next segment, which is trailers. Yo, so, uh, yeah, you and I just watched two fresh trailers dropping on the YouTubes. The first one is from your boy Guy Ritchie, and the film is called Operation Fortune. Tell us who's in it, Jade. Oh, Hugh Grant, Aubrey Plaza, Josh Hartnett, and Jason Statham as the lead. And and is that all? No, I was just seeing oh, if you wanted to mention and, and, anybody else. And directed by Guy Ritchie. Um. Looks, it has a the gentleman vibe, I guess, mostly because of Hugh Grant's character, who seems he seems similar. much like Fletcher from much like Fletcher. The but gentleman we can confirm it's not the same character because that's right. I looked into it, and by I looked into it, I mean MJK confirmed for me. 
that it's not the same character. Um, this looks just a bit fun, like another action comedy. There we go. That I said I really favour more these days after we watched the Lost City trailer for the last episode. This kind of has that comedic element to it as well. And I'm vibing because Josh Hartnett again. Josh Hartnett resurfaced. We're both whores for orbs. And we mentioned at the start of this ep, that movie called Wrath of Man. Josh Hartnett sort of reprises, or doesn't reprise role, but he's in Wrath of Man. It's like, we have not seen that boy in a very long time. He took quite a long break from Hollywood. And essentially, he is an actor in the film. And he has to act like he's following this Hugh Grant character because his next role is to play a self-made billionaire. But really, he's uh, working with Plaza and Statham to take Hugh Grant's character down and their way in is through Josh Hartnett's character. So they employ him. I just remember the <gasps> other trailer we watched. Yes. Sorry, no, we can keep talking oh, about yeah. this. No, that's yeah. basically it. It looks like it's going to be fun. He, Guy Ritchie more recently did The Gentleman and that was back in his realm of film, I guess. As was Wrath of Man. Just As Wrath of Man was just yeah. a little bit more, you know, serious. Yes, very, very serious. A bit darker as well. Um so definitely check that out. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Love Aubrey Plaza. Love it. Uh, the other film trailer we watched was called Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is a very odd name, but it stars our boy... Mr. Nicholas Cage. As? Mr. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and it's like one of the captions in the trailer is like, the perfect role for Nicholas Cage is playing himself and pretty much playing himself to the T as well, not some... Got different a version of him. Strange, similar vibe to the synopsis you just gave. He's an actor. Yeah. I mean, he needs a payday. Which he is does. He owes six hundred thousand dollars to and someone. He's notorious for spending money on garbage. And this guy, who's apparently his biggest fan, who pays him a million dollars to come to his private island or whatever, has a statue of him. He's like, "Is that supposed to be me? It's grotesque." I'll give you twenty thousand. <laughs> so again, it's going to be—it's not an action by any means, although it looks like it might have some actiony type sequences in it, where he's reliving his, uh, his filmography, his characters throughout the years. Um, but this is a straight-up comedy, and it's just Nick Cage being silly because he's a very hit and miss these days. People love him or hate him. Some people don't know whether to take him seriously. So, Bob, just go and take the piss out of yourself, and more people will be on board. And your boy is the guy. It's a fan of Nicolas Cage. Ah, the, the actor who plays the Mandalorian, whose name evades me. Yeah, Javier Boat. Bo- what? <laughs> you making <laughs> shit up. We'll just call him the Mandalorian. That's good enough for me. Nah, man, that's not cool, man. Call him the guy that was in this really shitty Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> Let's not mention that. Yeah, all right. I'm pumped. We know what that noise means. We know what that noise means. It's weekly topic. What we got? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Fuck, I can't be here for this. In a Not Another Podcast first, one of us is going to vacate the premises in order for the other to talk about this film. And we're going to rock, paper, scissors for it right now. (laughs) I win. All right. Yeah, in a full disclosure... MJK has not yet seen this. Unlike me being on holidays, he's very, very busy with his work right now in the lead up to Christmas. 
and as as of yet has not seen this film. It hasn't even been out for a week yet, so fair enough. Um, and so he is going to leave, so I can include spoilers, and, very uh, big spoilers. Hopefully, once this drops, I would have seen it. So then, one hundred percent. Hopefully, we can, you know. But it, in saying it, that, you just won't n- listen until you've. No, no. What I'm it. saying is because it won't drop, you know, because we got we got some time, and also that's right, that's right. You can have a, a comfortable chin wag after you've. Um, Done, done, that's right. Done I'll yourself, invite him. I'll invite him back in <laughs> once it's done. It's going to be weird not having you here yeah. to riff from or seek clarification. But um, yeah. So. All right. I'll see myself out. Hold see up. See yourself out. Entertain yourself for five, ten minutes. Take your time. Take your time. Are you shutting the door? Yeah. Wow. Uh, There's only other one at the time. He did get up and slam the door. He was doing a bit of a bit for a cold opening a couple of seasons ago. He was angry at me, but he wasn't. It was a thing. All right, just as a visual, he's now left the room, closing the door. Now you might have heard it there as he exited the room. Yes, okay. So just a couple of nights ago, I went to Hoyt's Cinema, the extreme screen, to see Spider-Man No Way Home, the next of the MCU franchise directed by John Watts, who also directed Homecoming and Far From Home, which are our other Tom Holland Spider-Man films. And again, we get the lovely Zendaya as MJ and Jacob Batallon as Ned Leeds, um, Peter Parker's best friend. We've got John Favreau as Happy. And of course, we have our girl Marissa Tomei as Aunt May, who we love and adore. The cool thing that we've known about Spider-Man for a while now because of the trailers is that this features Doctor Strange. So we get a nice little sidekick here from another fellow Avenger. Um, And it's always fun when you can see more than one of our MCU characters pairing up, teaming up, whatever it might be. Um, So we know Doctor Strange is in this a fair bit. And so we see pretty quickly that Peter needs his help because, as you know from the end of Far From Home, Peter Parker is exposed as the identity of Spider-Man and he becomes public enemy number one. And so No Way Home starts pretty much straight from that point um, where Peter Parker's on the lamppost understanding that everyone knows he is and they're out to get him because they believe that Mysterio is the real hero and that Peter Parker executed a lot of people. So he's public enemy number one and on the... (laughs) And I've just started just doing a quick plot overview where it starts off and then I'm going to get into the spoilers. Okay, bye. Yeah, so that's um, Peter Parker uh, grabbing his girlfriend MJ and whisking her off to get away from the mayhem that is the streets of New York. And pretty soon after calling up Doctor Strange for help, coming to the conclusion that they need to cast a spell so that everyone forgets who or forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, which obviously comes with its own consequences. What they do, though, is Peter Parker basically messes all of that up in the process of casting the spell and the multiverse ensues because a number of villains from the Spider-Verse enter current Spider-Man's world. And you know from the timelines and multiverse of Loki, which is canon, unlike What If, that we've got access to the multiverse now and we know that Doctor Strange's Doctor Strange's sequel is to do with the multiverse as well. So 
it's a real thing now and that's how we get these enemies like Dr. We'll just call him Dr. Octopus and the Green Goblin and Jamie Foxx's character. I forget what he's called. Electro, I think his name is. Um, let me confirm that. Yes, Electro, Green Goblin, Dr. Octavius. Wong has a little cameo. Um, and Peter Parker, being the little hero that he was, the saviour that he is, sorry, um, goes out to try and help the villains so that when they go back to their real world, they're not dead at the hands of Peter Parker, at their Peter Parker. And basically this film has you gripped from the very start because there's a lot at stake. The risks are very high. Um, we get to this spell pretty quickly. We get sort of a trip down memory lane with all these previous um, villains showing up and then bits of twists with them trying to send them back. Now, Doctor Strange wants to send them back as they are. Like, that's their fate. They've died. So be it. It's causing a lot of havoc on their earth to keep them there. But Peter Parker goes against Doctor Strange, traps him in sort of Inception world, as I called it, um, and goes against it to try and help them. But that doesn't work out too well because they are evil. That's at their core. And so they just try and destroy Peter Parker. And... Look, I think I cried like three times in this film. We do have a significant character's death. It's very heartbreaking. I won't say that one just in case you haven't seen it. Um, so I definitely cried at that because it's kind of a, not a trope, but a storyline that we see with previous Spider-Man that someone close to Peter Parker dies and that's what sort of leads him to his path of revenge to be this hero of sorts or this um, neighbourhood hero. Um. But the biggest part of the whole thing, like you're getting your laughs as you do in any MCU film these days, but biggest part, and we figured it's going to happen because we've got this Spider-Verse, access to Spider-Verse now, but when uh, Ned gets access to Doctor Strange's ring, he finds he can open portals and he's like, we've got to get Peter Parker back because he's elsewhere and they, they need to save him. But when the portal opens, as he's opening up the portal, I'm sort of saying to my mates at the time, oh my God, this is... This is going to be a different Peter Parker. This is going to be a different Spider-Man coming through this portal. You see a Spider-Man in the alleyway and he starts walking towards this portal like, oh, this could be someone that's helping me. Comes through the portal you're like, okay, okay, the mask is on, but I think this is someone else. And boom, takes off the mask. Enter Andrew Garfield. So exciting. The cinema was packed. Everyone's clapping and cheering like, like absolute excitement to see another Spider-Man in this universe for however long it was bloody awesome it was immediately brilliant fun and funny the way that they sort of interact and go you're not our Peter Parker well I am Peter Parker but I ended up in this world and then I saw your portal so I came through this way then at this point you know Ned starts making another portal like okay you're not our Peter Parker but let's get him back let's call upon him again and of course, none other than Tobey Maguire, not in a Spider-Man suit, I might say, walks through this next portal. Not our Peter Parker, but everyone just starts absolutely clapping and it just felt like even more respect through the cheering in the crowd that night in the cinema. We're just absolute excitement. We've now got our two other Peter Parkers from the other Sony Spider-Man films before this MCU Um multiverse existed 
And it's absolutely brilliant to see these two guys in here and really being sort of redeemed as the OG and Toby. And, you know, what was a awesome, amazing Spider-Man in Andrew Garfield. Um, so eventually we get all three Peter Parkers together. It feels very Spider-Man into the, uni- into the Spider-Verse, which was the very successful and brilliant animation from a couple of years ago. Um, that has got a sequel coming out soon. So we've got that to look forward to as well. Um, and then you've got the three of them working to actually finally put all of these bad guys back into their real world and to meet their natural fate, which you can't mess with. Um, so you've got some great, absolutely great action sequences. It's so cool to see these older villains with new special effects and practical elements that looked a little bit campy and dated in the other films because they've aged a little bit now. Um, and to see, you know, they didn't put any sort of aging um, special effects like they've done in previous MCU films. Um, on Tobey Maguire, he is an older Spider-Man. Like that's a natural thing. He's going to get old at some point. So it just sets him up as an OG Spider-Man in his in his universe. Um and you get some great inside jokes and references to their own films and to their own success. And Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man having a lot of self-doubt and Toby having to tell him, no, no, you are amazing, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was just oh, so, so fun to see not so much the villains in the films, although that gives it a great nod to the previous films, but just having these three Spider-Man actors in the same film was an absolute highlight. I've seen videos online that have been sent through to me of other audiences reacting to these uh, cameos and it is absolutely insane to see what's happening in other cinemas. One was in a French cinema where they're just screaming and jumping out of their chairs like it was a sporting event, like a grand final if anything, um, and chanting, Toby, Toby, wanting him to appear next once Andrew does. Um, So people are absolutely loving this film. As I said in the opening, it's third biggest weekend opening of all time after Endgame and Infinity War. It's 9.1 on IMDb right now. You get your laughs through it. I swooned over Tom and Zendaya's love story, just the way they look at each other. It's very authentic because obviously they're dating in real life. Um, And then... Man, it was kind of brutal seeing the other Spider-Men leave. Like, oh, it's a bit sad. Like, we're not probably not going to see them again. Um, bit of nostalgia there. And then just a brutal ending, man, with the fact that he realises he does have to sort of take this knowledge away from everyone because it's just causing so much havoc that it's better they don't know that he is, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But what it in turn does, it means they don't actually remember who he is. And that is the brutal truth of it by the end. Um, and that end scene when he walks into the cafe to interact with MJ and Ned. Uh, but obviously they don't know who he is. They have moved on with their life. They seem really happy. They finally get into MIT, which is a big part of the storyline as well. And he doesn't want to mess with that. And that's the sad truth of it. And that's his very courageous choice to leave them be. So I'm very curious to know where they go with it. Are they going to do other Spider-Man films and eventually get Peter Parker reunited with his friends? Because it just seems like a very lonely life to live as a hero, especially with the death of someone quite significant too um, happening in and around that. So absolutely brutal. And then our end credit scenes, something else is very big spoilers, is um, obviously we mentioned 
last week when we discussed Venom 2 that Eddie slash Venom has ended up also as a villain, I guess, in the Tom Holland, Peter Parker world. And so you, I was waiting for Venom to show up throughout this. We get that cameo in the mid-credits sequence where Eddie is sitting at a bar discussing who Spider-Man is, which is really very meta and very hilarious. Um, and then he just basically has that conversation with the barman and then flashes back away back to his universe like the other villains but not before leaving a little bit of the venom behind in the bar basically verifying yes venom can now be in our mcu as we know it then when you get all the way to the very end of the credits as you should always do in any mcu film sometimes they're very very small teasers they're not much at all like shung chi was just showing the sister becoming the new kingpin if you will this one, I wanted it to be something to do with Scarlet Witch. I said, we've had a lot of Doctor Strange in this film. I don't. I know that's the next film in the franchise. I don't necessarily need it to be him. I, I think it needs to be Scarlet Witch and it is. It's setting up her interactions with Doctor Strange and I thought they might just set it up as a little interaction for what's to come. But the very end credits end up being essentially a teaser trailer for the Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange 2. Um and giving us a bit of a taste of what we can expect in that. And that is looking awesome, very intense. The collaboration with Scarlet Witch, who I don't know if she's good or bad at this point. I don't think it's good. And then we have evil Doctor Strange shop making it even more sinister than what it already seems. So there's something always to look forward to with the MCU. Absolutely love Spider-Man No Way Home. Would easily go watch it again. I'm still not getting over the tears. Still loving the cameos. Man, it was a lot of recency bias, but this is a, a 9.5 out of 10. And with that, we can bring back MJK. Come on in. Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. You do okay out there? You didn't hear anything? Not a thing. <laughs> it's but exciting. I have heard from other people that uh -oh. apparently you nailed it. And <laughs> now... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, in trouble with oh. you potentially doing the podcast exclusively oh, solo. Oh, it was, look, I, I, I nailed it. Uh, <laughs> the word was me, that's right. No, I just meant I felt I did an okay job considering it was just me talking at the bloody PC, which is a little bit odd. I definitely agree with Amelia that it's best with two people at podcasts because you got the back and forth, the riff, the raff, the banter, whatever you might call it. Um, so that's brings us to the end of this next episode moving forward before the end of the year we'll make sure we'll sneak in a 2021 in review of our favorite tv film whatever else we want to talk about books video games barack obama's already released his list so we gotta step it up and meet him halfway okay i didn't know we were you know judging our life on barack's so. <laughs> that's how i came up with these lists last year Okay. Is, uh, based on his Instagram, he puts them up there. She didn't. She didn't just say our favorites. She meant to say also stuff we thought was 
garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah, Worst like, of the year. Well, I'm, it is a 2021 review, so. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave all things non-pop culture out of it because that could be a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we've got to look forward to. Um, you know, it's still sort of Christmassy um, yeah. time, so might watch some Christmas films. And by Christmas films, I mean the Die Hard trilogy <laughs> before next podcast. Well, the only the first two are Christmassy. It's true, but... If Third one's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. And he Mate, Simon Says. Bas- love that concept. He's basically Santa is what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he is, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got plenty more coming your way. And uh, anything else you want to say, MJK, seeing I did most of the talking this out? No, I'm feeling pretty good about it. More pictures to come? Oh, almost definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I like that uh, in this first two episodes, we've had a nice contrast of green light and please get the fuck out the (laughs) drops. I'm not always a yes man. No, no, I appreciate it because there was definitely a lot of holes in that that pitch. (laughs) It fell apart pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You had me at Jurassic Park and Westworld. I'm like, hang on, wait, where are we going from here? (laughs) It's just all downhill from there, really. And uh, off air, I'll tell you my influence for that pitch. And uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode. A little inside baseball. We'll see what happens. Maybe we won't. But either way, keep crew. Keep it real. Yes. But before we go. Oh. Jade, was that your final answer? Oh, you remembered. Mm. You gave me some multiple choice. What was it again? There's you, a lot of pressure on me this app. You uh, pretty much word mashed the names though. But would you like to know Schoolboy Q's? Ah, right. It was. I had three options. One was Quince. Well, Quincy. Quincy. Quintin, like Quince Pace. And then I said QAnon. And I said Quinston. Yeah, something. there you go. That's yeah. it. You said Quinston. Yeah. So, Quincy. Correct. Yes, Schoolboy Quincy. Quincy Hammer. And nobody wants to be a gangster called Quincy, so drop it to the Q. Way cooler. He, uh, Way more OG. He's referenced it a couple of times. He's like, you know, Leo Quincy. He says sometimes. In the land of the G. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, a G basically looks like a Q sometimes. So. <laughs> it does. And I'm glad we came back to that answer because I've listened to other apps where, oh, we'll discuss it at the uh, end. And we never do. Or when we say like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it next step. And that also never comes up. So Look. I just thought a little. We're only human. <laughs> little wrap, wrap around. Wrap it up. Wrap, yeah, B. Wrap it up, B. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. I'm still it's feeling coming. really good from that halloumi burger from two episodes ago. <laughs> wow, it's made a real impact on you. It was really good. I'll send you a copy of the recipe. Wow, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to cook it myself. It's better when someone else cooks it for me. All right. Well, plenty of NBA on to watch. Plenty of movies. Plenty of streaming services. And, and plenty of podcasts. This will be dropping after Christmas, right? Yep. All right. Um, I just want to say, you did it again, Bill Murray. You made Christmas perfect. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good night.